0: Here we are, the Mindset Forge podcast, and it's episode 100. That's it, 100 episodes. This is my 100th. I'm super excited about it. And, you know, it's interesting in the podcast space, there's millions and millions of podcasts out there. Most of them don't get past episode 25. They just don't have the consistency or the, or the focus, the purpose to, to get past 25 episodes. And then 50 episodes, is it drops off considerably after that. But it's about 2% of all podcasts that make it to 100 episodes, and so as I do this episode today, I, I'm I'm grateful and just enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the fact that I made it to 100 episodes, and what I'm getting back from you guys in terms of listenership and what you like about it, and just the direction we're going. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. What what's something you want to see or hear more about, or 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 somebody even you want me to interview over the next 100 episodes? Uh, I'm I've got several interviews with some experts in the field of mindset, some doctors, people talking about longevity, sleep, optimizing for performance in, in life, health, and sports, and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of cool stuff coming up. But if you want to hear about something specific, shoot me an email or set up a call with me. I'd love to hear more from you. Give, give me feedback on what you're loving and what, where, where you'd like to see this go. So with that, I wanted to give an opportunity to play a testimonial from a client of mine tiffany who have been training her and her husband hayden for several months now and she's talking about the, the experience working with me and so this is my little commercial here so enjoy this two minute clip
1: so my husband and i inquired with bart about the concierge fitness services because we needed the whole package to kind of tie in the accountability what to do with strength training nutrition protein intake lifestyle changes And we feel so cradled and held by bar in this process. We didn't know (laughs) what to do as we age. And there's this thing about perimenopause that I just didn't understand. How were things slipping so badly? And Bart is catching me there too and helping me understand how to age gracefully and work out hard and really strength train and know what to do in the gym, which is huge for me. I don't like walking into a gym and feeling clueless. Where do I go? What do I do? What weight do I put on? How many reps? Bart's got it, he sets me up well. Even when I'm traveling, which I appreciate, there's a spreadsheet to do, there's accountability, there's check-in, there's constant like monitoring in a positive, encouraging way. And this thing about semiglutides is you can lose weight fast and steadily, but if you're not keeping the strength up and really combating that weight loss with muscle gain, And I learned about that with Bart because I did a DEXA scan to understand what lean muscle mass I had and where I could lose weight in just pure fat. And I don't wanna be skinny. I wanna be fit. I wanna be strong. And I feel like my goals are aligned with Bart perfectly. So my husband has his own set of goals. I have my own set. I get to work with Bart myself in our gym a couple times a week, and then we check in a lot more. So bottom line is, I am on my way to the results that we both set in the beginning of our contract. We signed up for that, and Bart's got me.
0: Okay, so in this episode, I wanted to take a deeper dive into goal setting because it is January, it is 2024, and most of us, hopefully, have set some sort of goals that we're we're trying to shoot for in 2024, whether it's a health goal, a mindset goal. Maybe just an overall like recovery or well being goal, uh, something like that, maybe you signed up for a marathon or a bodybuilding contest, whatever it is you 've probably at this point you know two weeks into the year, have some sort of goal that you 're thinking about that you're shooting for, and that 's cool right that's This is the season to set a goal and to really kind of lean into something what i 've learned though in just the process of setting goals and why some people are able to achieve their goals and get that success and really not just achieve the goal, but whatever it takes to achieve the goal becomes a habit. Like that's the beauty of a goal. It's not necessarily what that goal is because, you know, it's like anything, you know, the journey to the goal is oftentimes what it's all about, right? And, and, and take a weight loss goal for instance. sense. So let's say my goal is to get down to, uh, you know, 210 pounds. All right, and I want to lose you know ten pounds of body fat, so I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to try to you know work my way to getting there. Maybe three months. Now here's the here's the challenge. Um, I get to that goal, cool. I'm at 210 you know pounds. Maybe I'm at nine percent body fat at that point. Fantastic, high five me, right? That's great. But what's next? And what I want you to learn is the journey to get there and what is learned along the way. The habits, the discipline, the mindset that allows you to not just get to that goal, but will allow you to be able to get to any goal you set, whether it's a fitness goal, a life goal, a relationship goal, whatever, more effectively because you'll know yourself. You'll know what buttons to push and you'll know that journey better and better. And that's really why when you see people who are just seem to like, be able to put a new discipline or add a new thing into their life and not fall off. And others have such a hard time with just like cutting back on alcohol or cutting back on fast food. It's because those people that are just goal-oriented have so many more reps and experience at taking a goal and putting themselves to it, understanding the, the, the give and take and the, the, the ebbs and flows of any type of progression towards a goal, uh, but know how they they can get there know the tools the buttons to push to get them to that goal and so they're much better at adding little habits into their life because i think a goal is just a way to get a habit you know unless you're specifically in a sport or something where you're like hey i have a goal to run you know a half marathon in an hour and 40 minutes so great okay great goal that's a very specific goal you know what is it going to teach you along the way discipline it's going to make you a better runner you're probably going to like get healthier in the process. Maybe develop some like important habits around like daily scheduling and prioritization around fitness, health, nutrition, recovery. Those are all things that are going to happen. So if you take your goal, whatever you set this year, and I want to take a bit of a step back because here's why people fail. So we have a certain amount of stress in our life. And and the the reality is is during the holidays, we probably have less stress. Unless some of us have like a tyrannical mother-in-law or somebody like that who's like around during the holidays and that makes us more stressed. Most of us are less stressed, right? Most of us are, you know, kind of relaxed, we're enjoying the holidays with our family. Maybe work is pulled back or maybe you're off completely. And you're thinking to yourself, hey, what do I want to achieve? So you're in this state of kind of optimism. then the new year comes around, you think, what, what do I want to add into my life? And that's a great space to think big. But sometimes what happens is, is we think too big and we put a goal out there that's too big and too rigid. And it doesn't allow for the expansion and uh, kind of contraction of stress. So let's say just to use kind of a spherical concept, let's say your stress level at the beginning of the year, Is pretty small, right? So this small sphere. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see when my hands are have a small circle, and that's our life. That's our stress level, and our kind of breaking point for stress is maybe three times that big, right? So a bigger sphere, and but and if we get past that in terms of our stress and our anxiety and our and our and just life's chaos, things fall apart, and you probably have experienced that where it's like you know, you were doing so good. I was on my goals and then like my car broke down or like I had my 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 boss told me I had this big project I had to do or my kid got sick or, you know, the all the life things. And all of a sudden you're in panic mode, you're in fight or flight. and And all those habits that aren't just like a part of your being, they fall away because you just don't have the space to handle anything other than what you're dealing with. So when you set a goal, you have to think about, what's that kind of panic or event horizon, if you want to use like a black hole terminology, what's that event horizon where if I'm this stressed, if I'm way out here in that kind of panic mode, I'm still going to be able to keep focused on the the new goal, right? So we don't want to make a goal that's so big that it just kind of makes it impossible for us to to, to handle once life gets stressful. Now we can't always know when life is going to get stressful, but if you don't create some sort of a buffer for yourself, uh, you're, you're probably going to hit that. And then that's where we really fail is, you know, when you're tired, when you're, you know, distressed, that's when we overeat, that's when we drink more, that's when we just don't sleep as well. And those things compile into making bad choices. And then the choice to get up early to go for a run or go into the gym or any of those things, those things are quickly erased. So when I when you're thinking about your goal, think about okay, how do I make that goal achievable within the context of the stress that comes and goes in your life? Because if the goal is too big, and stress happens and something goes down that you didn't expect, that goal is probably out the window. And so that's that's a concept that I want you to to stay focused on. I'm going to give you a tool here on how you can actually. Create a buffer for them. So the first thing I would do is I would say, okay, shrink your goal by a little bit. And instead of just like making it less fun to, to achieve the goal, I'm going to say give yourself a range. So what I mean by that is I mentioned a half marathon, and I don't run half marathon, so I'm going you know, to throw out some numbers that may or may not be fast at all. It doesn't really matter, but you'll get the point. So let's say I had a goal at the beginning of the year to run the Austin half marathon in an hour and 40 minutes. And that like, I've only ever run it in two hours. And that's a big leap, like to take 20 minutes off my half marathon time. So that's going to be my goal. I make it a goal. I'm going to commit to that, but it's very rigid. And at the moment we start feeling like we're not going to achieve that, that's the easy time to quit. So instead of giving yourself a rigid, hard goal of like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds, or I'm going to run The half marathon at an hour and 40. Give yourself a a range. Refocus that goal and say, Hey, you know what? I want to run this half marathon between an hour and 40 and an hour and 50. Both of those are better than you've ever done, but one's much more manageable and one's much more challenging. And so anywhere in that, within the space of that, of that window of success, you're going to feel successful. And it also gives you some flexibility in case life gets a little crazy and maybe you have a week where it just all goes to hell, you can still get back on the horse and continue down that road and not feel like, okay, maybe I won't get to 140 or an hour and 40, but I still got a good shot at getting an hour and 50 on this marathon, right? And so you can kind of play around and maybe, maybe just not lose focus. And I listened to Mel Robbins. She had a really great podcast on goal setting, and this is a concept that I got from her and I've used it before my life. And I just didn't realize it was some scientifically backed principles behind this. But when you have that range and let's take weight loss too. So instead of saying, I want to lose, let's say I'm 220. So let's say, I want to say, I want to lose 10 pounds in three months of body fat, right? So 10 pounds in three months doable, right? But maybe what I really want to say is, Hey, you know what? I want to be at 208 to 213, So instead of being 210, being this rigid goal, I'm going to say, hey, most challenging number would be 208, a little bit easier would be 213. That gives me a window of five pounds. Now I would also, for me, if that was one of my goals, I would check my, you know, I do a DEXA scan. I would want to see where my body fat, body composition is. And then I'd want to check it because I do not care about the weight on the scale. I actually care about the body fat versus body muscle. But you get the idea. Most people are like looking at a scale wondering like, is that good or bad? So let's use a scale, right? If I'm 220 and I want to lose body fat, then I am I want to create a range of 208 to 213. Or if I'm actually measuring body fat, I might say, okay, I'm at 12.5% body fat. I want to get down to somewhere between 8 and 10% body fat, which for me would be about four to four and a half, five pounds of buffer in there in terms of total body fat. These are just ways that allow you to have a much more flexible picture of your goal. And therefore, when life gets hard, when stress levels pick up, when things come about that you didn't expect, you have a little bit of flexibility in terms of pivoting, maybe solving and getting through that, that hard time and still getting back on the horse and still having a range that you can attain and not fall off the horse. Because when we feel like something's too far, it's out of reach, we quit generally, right? We quit. All right. One of the best things I did last year, and this is a personal story, is I signed up for a bodybuilding show, but I signed up for it as soon as possible. I was signed up for it in December. The show wasn't until April. So once I signed up, I paid that money. I got my NPC card. I had did all the things. I was locked in. I had a coach hired. I paid that coach for, for the three and a half months it was going to take to get to the bodybuilding show, and I was I was financially bought in, but I was also mentally and physically and emotionally all bought into this journey I was going to go on because I didn't want a back out. I didn't want a way that like quitting was an option. I wanted to be able to say, "Hey, I was doing this, and I was going to you know just one day at a time." But I knew that I had already paid, I had already signed up, I was already committed, I'd already told my friends and family it was going to happen, and that became a really great motivator because I had a no quit mindset. And that's, that's a part of that. If you have a, a goal that is like, Hey, um, you know, participation could be a good goal. It was my first bodybuilding show. So that was a great opportunity. I wasn't saying I'm going to get first place. I just said, I'm going to show up at my best and do this bodybuilding show. And that was, that was motivation enough. Right. So you got to look at what the goal is, how, how it, resonates with your life who you are what you want to achieve in your life Uh and that's really where a coach can help too like if you've got a coach talk with them bring them into your experience if you need a coach obviously you can hire me f- to do that type of stuff or one of my trainers that works with people all over the country so these are things you can do uh if you want to get some clarity around it but my recommendation is of course create a range right you want to be happy anywhere inside that range. Let's be clear on that. If you set a goal of like, you know, to lose 5 to 15 pounds, that's your range, but if you lost 5, you wouldn't be happy at all, then don't make it 5. You know, make the first number like the easier number, make that something that you still would be happy about. Yeah, you know, some achievable but also rewarding number or goal to reach, right? So, you know, you got to play around with that, but if you have that window I guarantee the experience is going to be more fun because you're going to have a little bit more flexibility. And that's how life works. I mean, good Lord, if we had, if everything has to be determined by like hitting a specific number, like that's a lot of just unneeded pressure to put on yourself when if you use this kind of range, it creates flexibility, it creates improvisation, it creates creativity in the way that you attack it. And it also lets you fall down once or twice, still get back up and, and achieve a part of the goal that you were hoping to achieve. So big deal there. Now let's think about one other thing. Uh, and I talked about a little bit, but like sharing the goal with people, I am not a big fan of posting on social media, your big goal, right? If that works for you, I'm not shaming you for doing it, but like, sometimes we, we think accountability, we think we're going to be more accountable if we like, Yell from the rooftops. This is my goal. Hey guys, hey, listen, this is my goal. This is what I want. And I get the impulse. But I think when you really look at your goal, you want to own a hundred percent of it. So you only want to tell the people that matter, you know, spouse, maybe kids, a coach, if you have one, a a best friend, just a small cohort of people that are going to root you on that are going to, and that probably are going to be affected by the change of your habits right? If your best friend doesn't know and he keeps asking you to go have a beer with them and and watch the football game and you keep saying, no, I don't, I'm good, buddy. And he doesn't know that you have this big goal. He might think you're rejecting him. And all the while, like, hey, I'm just getting ready for the half marathon. And he's like, oh, well, you didn't tell me, right? So share with the people that matter uh, because that matters in your social life that A, you want them cheering you on. B, you want them to understand why you're doing these things and that it matters. And then C, it's somebody you can check in with, and and share an update, or you know, or even maybe let them help you kind of get back on the horse a little bit if you feel like you've fallen off. Uh, but when you share it with too many people, it becomes a little bit of like you're doing it for the external validation of saying you did it, and and trying to validate yourself to people that don't matter, right? So you got to kind of be careful about that aspect of social media. So. Share it with the people that matter. Let them know it matters to you. Create that buffer, right? That that range that you're gonna kind of use to 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 target towards, right? Anything in that range is a success. You know, optimal is you did everything right and you got to that that best number or that best end of the range. But hey, you know, life happened, this and that, boom, boom. All these things can happen. All of a sudden. You know, you fell off your goals a little bit, but you can still get back on them and achieve, you know, somewhere in that range of what you want. So try that. And you can take the goal you've already set and just modify it slightly by adding that range. And trust me, when you do that and you start going back into the focus of that goal, it's going to feel different. The last piece of that is proactivity is one of the biggest factors in terms of people who have the habits the discipline we see people go oh man that person's so disciplined that person's so focused that person has an easy time at showing up the gym or working out or 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 just hitting goals you know what they do i promise you every single person you feel that way about they plan their week they think about when they're working out monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday what they're doing saturday and sunday they might be planning family activities on saturday morning you got to figure out how you're going to get your things done within the context of your family and with the context of your life because that's the complicated part about being an adult especially an adult 40 to 60 you're not retired yet you're you're probably responsible for a lot of people your family other employees perhaps a team you know in my case a lot of clients and and, and things like that and so there's just there's a lot of things to juggle and so you've got to be able to plan out your week and and make it the best and it may not happen exactly the way you you planned it out but it sure as hell going to be closer to that. So do that Sunday, Friday, Saturday, whenever that day is, plan the week, get your workouts written in there, make them as important as, you know, meeting with your boss or as important as all the other things that you would expect to show up for in your day. All right. So that is, that's the main thrust of this. And I, I think the last piece is like in the first couple of weeks of, of reengaging to that goal, make sure you're focused on effort and showing up versus, you know, hitting a number, right? So, you know, when it, if it's running, if it's going to the gym, whatever, just make it about effort. I showed up, I worked hard. I feel good. I showed up, I did the thing. I, w- I felt good, right? Like, because effort is going to be the determining factor of like, the more effort you put in, the more the results are going to show up. If you start chasing a number too early, you know, let's say you're trying to, you know, catch your mile time or get a, get a PR in your mile time and you don't get it in the first couple of weeks. You might get discouraged. Focus on effort in those first couple of weeks specifically. Create that range. Tell your f- best friends and family. Make sure they're bought in and go get it. All right. Now, last but not least, send me an email. Share with me your goal. I want to hear from you. What's your goal? What do you, what do you focus on? What's that range? What did you build out? How did this help you understand your goal? Uh, give me a little information on it. I'd love to read up on that. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to set up a call with me just to talk through about this goal and, and find out how I might be able to support you on this, I'd love that too. That's all I got through today. Again, 100th episode. Thanks for being a part of this journey. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to any of the podcast apps, I just honor you, your journey, your participation in this experience for me. And hopefully you're getting massive value and you're, and you're taking these little nuggets putting it into your day-to-day life and being a better version of yourself every single day. Shout out to y'all. Thanks so much for everything. And here's to a hundred more episodes.